Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to T. Willie's Mule Town Mix. It's now time for Front Porch Happenings with Delk Kennedy. All right, welcome in. You are listening to T. Willie's Mule Town Mix. It is now time for Front Porch Happening. And as always, our fantastic host, Mr. Delk Kennedy. Hey, T. Willie, it's a rainy Friday out there, and it's yes, chillier it than uh, the... Uh, temperature. <laughs> the, the feel is colder than the temperature. It is. I think it's reached its peak already, and it's going to cool off the rest of the day. Well, there's a damp, chill wind and rain going on out there. Take your coat, your sweater. Uh, but it's going to be a great weekend, and as mm-hmm. usual, uh, what we do here on Front Porch Happenings is talk about what's going on in and around Murray County, <laughs> southern middle Tennessee, and the coming weekend and week, and there is always a lot. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. All right, we've got special guests today, and I'm delighted to have them. Uh, we've got things going on. Of course, we'll all, as always, have Jay Powell's column in today's Daily Herald <clears throat> with what to do in and around Murray County, Columbia, and Southern Middle Tennessee this weekend mm-hmm. and the week upcoming. First of all, I want to welcome Jaron Abdullah. How are you? I'm great, thank you. <laughs> she is the education and outreach, <clears throat> excuse me, coordinator for the Polcom here in Murray County, and you've got things going on today with Polcom. We do. We have just a lot going on over the next couple of weeks. But today at four o'clock in the afternoon at the Parish Hall of Saint Peter's Episcopal Church, uh, Dr. Tim Johnson from Lipscomb University is going to be speaking about the Saint Patrick's Battalion in the Mexican American War. Uh, I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation. I don't know a lot about it, but trying not to spoil myself too much. But uh, my understanding is this is a group of Irish immigrants who were fighting with the American army and then for a number of complicated reasons decided to switch sides, fight with the Mexican army. Uh, so I think it's going to be a really, really interesting conversation. Wow, I've never heard that one Yeah. You know, I had never heard of it either. Um, Now, if you're familiar with the Shaping a Nation exhibit that we have up right now, Dr. Johnson is actually the curator of that exhibit. And that's in the Polk... uh, Presidential Hall. Presidential Hall, which is right behind the Polk home. Yes, on Uh, High Street, right next to the Mule House. Wonderful facility that has different exhibits from time to time. Yep, so right now we have the Shaping a Nation exhibit about the Mexican-American War. Uh, And like I said, it was curated by Dr. Tim Johnson of Lipscomb University, and he is going to be with us this afternoon talking about um, the St. Patrick's Battalion in the Mexican-American War. I think it's going to be a really interesting story, uh, a lot of uh, complex things happening, and I'm really interested to hear more about it. All right. Will there be green beer, sir? Uh, no. I checked on the on the use form for St. Peter's. I said no alcohol. But you can always go afterwards. There's a number of places. You know, we've got McCreary's. I'm sure it will be available the, downtown. The Tilted Mule. Uh, bad idea. Plenty of places to Buckets, get a drink everyone. after the lecture. So go go to the lecture by Dr. Tim Johnson this afternoon in the Parish Hall. Yes, and that St. is Peter's. free. That's, and that is free. So 4 p.m., right, that is free. And that is right in between this radio station and the Polka. That's right. That's right. Right next door to the Polk Common. What time does it start? 4 p.m. There we go. That sounds, that sounds wonderful. Now, you got some other things going oh on. Oh, my gosh. Okay. got so much going on. All right. Uh, March 31st, we have a homeschool day coming up from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're going to have the Murray County Master Gardeners with us. Uh, we're going to be out in the gardens planting for pollinators. We're going to be doing some nature-inspired art having a springtime snack in our historic kitchen. It's going to be a great day. Tickets for that are available through Eventbrite. 
or the day of at the Polk Home. So homeschoolers can uh, learn things in the Polk Gardens and in the Polk Kitchen. Yep, yep. And then April 1st, of course, right. is let's Mule talk, Day. Let's, go, let, let's back up just a little okay. bit, though. <laughs> the event for homeschoolers, again, is what date? March 31st. So that is a Friday uh, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It is come and go, so you don't have to be there right at 9. Come throughout the morning. Stations will be set up until 1 p.m. <clears throat> Tickets are available on Eventbrite or uh, on the day of at the Polk Home. And for more information, go to www.jameskpolk.com. There we go. What's next? From me? No, from the Polk Home. Okay, Please, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever okay. you're up to. That's All right. Fine, I'll just sit here and talk because we got a lot going on. Uh, Mule Day, April 1st. We've got Bloodies and Biscuits coming up. Mm-hmm. That's Tickets. my favorite party yes. of the entire year. So yeah, fun. We, we know, Delk. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got tickets for that available through Eventbrite or in person at the Polk Home. Uh, you can also buy them on the day of. Uh, those are what twenty five dollars a person in advance, thirty dollars day of the event. So April first, Mule Day, nine o'clock in the morning till eleven. So basically, up until the parade starts, we'll be serving Bloody Marys, mimosas, biscuits in the oh, Polk Home Garden. Good biscuits, ham biscuits. Yes, oh, I mean good yep. biscuits. Yeah, and, and I heard you have great music that day too. Yes, yes, yes they do. Very good friend of mine, Mr. Sean Carson. Oh okay. gosh, T. Willie, that'd be awesome. Yeah, he's there every year. Yes. Yeah. Yep, he'll be there again. Well, the, uh, good, good. That, I'm glad to hear folks, that. Folks, this is in the Polk Gardens, and if it's a if it's a pretty spring day, which most of the time it is, mostly uh, most of the time it is. Uh, you know, this takes place right before the parade. Yes. And so you get to see the beautiful uh, Polk Gardens, mm-hmm. uh, good food, good company. Um, and it's just it's it's wonderful, and then you can go right out in front of the Polk Home mm-hmm. uh, and watch the parade. Yep. And I will say, speaking of the Polk Gardens, we have an art exhibit up now. Uh, see, I told you I could talk all day. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> We've got an art we got, exhibit we up got now. An hour, <laughs> we have to. We'll, we'll go to you. Yeah. <laughs> called In Dialogue with History, and this was funded through a grant from the Tennessee Arts Commission. We've got four Tennessee artists who have created art in response to historical events and people, and uh, that is, like I said, it's up in the garden right now in the Boxwood Garden, so... You'll be able to see it on on Mule Day at Blaze and Biscuits, but you're welcome to come over anytime during our normal operating hours. That art exhibit is free to view. Of course, you could come over and take a tour and then see it afterwards as well. Right. Um, and but this is again, this is an exhibit of what of what it's art? Art. So we've got four different artists, uh, four different mediums. So it's really neat. It's all different stuff. Uh, we have Ben Caldwell, who's made an enamel and copper Betsy Ross flag. Yimmy Sanchez has installed a tribute to the Tale of Tears, which is like acrylic on wood. Uh, then we have Sisavon Houghton with um, Warfare, which is a memorial, or it's a tribute to mothers who have been uh, impacted by war. And that is, let's see, resin, spray paint, and metal. Wow. And then we also have work from Bernice Davidson, which is an homage to Will Evans, the unsung hero of integrity. Uh, Will Evans was an African-American river guide who uh, apparently worked with a lot of famous people, a lot of influential people, and was very well respected. And so she has made a tribute to him. So those are all up in the gardens. I would definitely encourage you all to come and see them. Uh, The exhibit will be up through June. And like I said, it's funded through a grant from the Tennessee Arts Commission. And this is free whenever the gardens are open. Yep. Yep. And I do want to just say we're going to have a reception with the artists on Friday, April 7th at 3 p.m. And that is free as well. 
Friday, April 7th, 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. at the Polk Hall? Yes, in the Boxwood Garden. Uh, uh, free uh, reception with the artists. Yes. Who are all currently on display and will be through the end of June. Yes. Okay, in the Polk Gardens. Cool. What else? Well, I guess I'll just go ahead and make a plug for summer camps. Polk Academy summer camps are coming up. Registration is open. We still have some room left. We, uh, we've got camps for kids entering grades 3 through 7. I'm very excited. They are uh, a little bit different this year. We've got some different themes. We're doing a curator camp for middle schoolers. Uh, so lots of exciting stuff going on. And you can go to www.jameskpolk.com for more information and to register for that. There you go. Now, what age children is, is this for? So, kids entering grades 3 through 7. Okay. A so, great experience. And it goes on how long? And they're one-week sessions. Okay. Uh, we've got the week of June 19th is Tennessee Time Traveler Camp, which will be fun because it'll take us kind of beyond James K. Polk's life. The week of July 17th is uh, Gold Rush Camp, so that'll be focused on westward expansion and the California Gold Rush. And then the last week of July is our Curator Camp for middle schoolers. There right. we go. All right. Now, uh, so let's, I might be getting a little confused here. So the first two camps were for what ages? The first two camps are for kids entering grades three, four, and five. And then the last camp? Curator Camp is kids entering grades five, six, and seven. And I I'm guessing what curator camp is, but tell me. Well, we are going to be really doing a deep dive into um, the kitchen, the artifacts that are in the kitchen, the people who lived and worked in the kitchen, and our curator campers are going to be creating um, some new interpretation, a new exhibit to put in the kitchen. All right. So if you're if you're a young person in middle school has got any interest in being involved in historic work and curation, a lot um, of on like know. a lot of hands on. Uh, experience. Yeah, cool. So it's going to be great. I, I think I would have liked that. Yeah. All right. Um, and again, though, uh, so now these camps are, are Monday through Friday, I think? Yeah, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. So. so you drop off your child. Yep. Pack a lunch. Back, pick them up, pack yep. a lunch, pick them up. <laughs> yep. And again, for more information, go to www.jameskpolk.com. There we go. What else could possibly be going on? Okay, if you want one more thing, I do have one more thing. (laughs) Tickets are not on sale yet, but we do have our Gardens of Columbia tour coming up June 2nd and 3rd. So be on the lookout. Keep your ears open, your eyes open, social media, email blasts, and things like that about the Gardens of Columbia tour. And I assume the Polk Gardens will be in that. Absolutely. Yeah, and Polk Gardens have been my one of my favorite things ever all my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's super cool. <clears throat> all right, T. Willie, what do we got in this segment? About another five minutes? Well, mm-hmm. let's get started and we'll, uh, with our, our next event, and then we will go on uh, and probably do more on that after our break. But, folks, this is an upcoming event. And what it is is the hearings next week in front of the House Agriculture Committee on designating the Duck River from the city of Columbia to the Hickman County line as a Class Two scenic river. Uh, These hearings were uh, uh, started this last Wednesday. They will resume before the House Agricultural Committee at 9 a.m. next Wednesday. Uh, the hearings, they, they just ran out of time is what happened. And there might have been some skullduggery going on there, too. But uh, And there is skullduggery surrounding this thing. Um, and so the Senate 
with Joey Hensley representing us, has passed the uh, passed unanimously. Yeah, the, with no discussion went right through. Yeah, the Class Two Scenic River designation for the Duck River in the western part of the county. In the House, we got headwinds, and it's in the balance, folks. Uh, the House Agricultural Committee chair, a fellow from Jackson, Tennessee, who you know why he cares about the Duck River in Murray County, I've got no idea. Uh, <clears throat> he is vehemently opposed to the Class II Scenic River designation. Now, you know, what's this all about, you say? Uh, the Class II Scenic River designation will provide some protections, but most importantly, it will prevent uh, solid waste dumps, mega dumps, within two miles of the river. Now, for you private landowners, it will not change anything that you are presently allowed to do other than put a dump on your land. You can build roads, you can log, you can farm, you can build a barn, you can do whatever you want in, within two miles of the river under the class. Uh, not anything you want, but anything you are presently allowed to do, nothing will change for you uh, unless you're wanting to put in a bag of well, it just so happens that the opposition in the legislature is this company called Trinity, which does want to put in a mega dump out of the old Monsanto property. Uh, and folks, these guys are—they they, don't—they don't play nice. They don't play nice at all. And uh, they have got there with a team of lobbyists and lawyers, and uh, all sorts of information being put out uh, that is just not right. And um, they're they're playing hardball, and they have a reputation for doing that wherever they go nationwide, that they just play hard, mean, and low. So that's what we're up against. But on on the side of the Scenic River, which I am, and this station is, uh, last week at that committee hearing, we were told by folks there at the legislature that uh, I would say well over 200 Murray Countyans uh, showed up in favor of the scenic river bill and i was told by the folks there at the legislature that they had never seen as large a crowd on any issue ever to come before the legislature before that's pretty big folks that's really big and it makes a difference you know those committee members you know when they got a crowd of people sitting there with virtual you know brooms and pitchforks in front of them uh it gets their attention now so this resumes again next Wednesday. Oh, I also read in the Daily Herald today that they've gotten over 2,000 emails and letters in favor of the uh, Duck Scenic River, and I suspect that's unprecedented as well. <clears throat> Several of the, leg- of the uh, representatives remarked that they had not received, um, I think they said this year on any issue, as many emails and letters as they've received in favor of the Duck Scenic River. Now, what our representatives are telling us, Joey Hensley, uh, uh, Scott Specky, Kip Capley, are all telling us that it is, you know, I, I think part of the skullduggery may have been when this uh, representative made the motion to continue the hearings. I think probably, don't know it, but my guess is that he's against the Scenic River des- designation, uh, wanted another week to work the vote, but also hope that uh, not as big a crowd would show up or not even show up at all next week 
and they are then the reps would have an easier time voting it down without a room full of people looking at them with virtual with virtual pitchforks and brooms so if that's front porch happiness is telling you it that our legislators our, our reps hensley capley sapiki are telling us it is important for us to have even more people there next week and that it will make a difference and i credit them as being capable legislators who know what they're talking about so the front porch happens folks next wednesday nine o'clock in the agricultural committee room cordell hall building uh it's of course free and open to the public and you can get it online too you can view it online you can view it online, but we don't want you online. We want you no, there. No, no, no. If you can't make it for some reason, yeah. but we want we want three hundred. We don't want two hundred. Yeah. And Scott was on today. Four hundred. He said, "Get there early because it's a packed room, and if you don't if you don't have a seat, they can ask you to leave. So make sure everybody gets there and shows yes, up." So that's true. It's it's usually you know the the room probably will be full, but don't let that discourage you. Nope. For two reasons. Immediately outside the hearing room in the hall, there are big television screens, and you'd be able to stand outside mm-hmm. and watch the proceedings. That's and true. your presence, you know, out with a packed room and a packed hall, your presence will be noted. They've got to walk past you to get in That's there. Right. You know, your presence will be noted by these representatives that are hearing this. I think there are about 13 or 14 of them on the committee, Republicans and Democrats. Uh, so... Go, please go. We've got some special guests here with us today to uh, who are proponents of the Duck Scenic River designation. Okay, T. Willie's saying it is that break time. So uh, that, that that's perfect. Let's take that break and let's, let's talk to these folks who are your fellow Murray Countyans who are supporting uh, the Duck Scenic River uh, bill. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Murray County Volunteer Firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. We started listening to your station and everybody likes it. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. All right, welcome back. You are tuned in to Front Porch Happenings, and here once again is our host, Del Kennedy. Hey, T. Willie. All right. Cold, rainy, chilly day. (laughs) Chilly day. Uh, Chilly weekend. Yep, weekend. Nevertheless, a lot going on. Uh, We are continuing to talk about the hearings scheduled next week. Wednesday, 9 a.m., in front of the House Agricultural Committee, and continuing to stress, I mean, as far as I haven't heard anybody in Murray County who's against designating the Duck Scenic River, the Duck as a Scenic River from Mm -hmm. Columbia out to the uh, Hickman County line. Now, and once again, though, it it does not change anything for landowners along the river other than they cannot put in a dump. Otherwise, they can do anything else that they have are presently allowed to do on their land, whatever their zoning designation or whatever it may be. Now, the Trinity Corporation has bought the old Monsanto property, and they are seeking to put a mega dump out there. Uh, they're hardball players. They have a rep for being hardball, low, and nasty uh, around the nation where they've done other things, so I'm told, and they're certainly playing hardball on this thing. they got a raft of lawyers and lobbyists up there, and and uh, they're playing hard. This thing is in the balance. The chair of the committee, I can't don't know his name, a fellow from over in Jackson. There are about 13 members on the committee, but the chair of the committee is against it for reasons I can't figure why he's concerned about the Duck River in Murray County. I don't know. But he's supporting Trinity. Now, so this is about clean water. Uh, the this stretch of the river is known as one of the most 
or as described by you know wherever you want to go national geographic or whoever as the most biodiverse uh, section of river in the united states in the world in the world it is actually well i know you know Mm -hmm. i'm I always hesitate to say this publicly, but it's a damn good smallmouth stream. You know? <laughs> there you go. But uh, and it's gorgeous. And floating that floating that stretch of river fishing is, I mean, that's about as close to heaven as you're going to get. And uh, so what we don't. Want, but that's that's the problem with the dump, folks. Uh, as I can't remember his name, the new head of Columbia Power and Water, who's an expert. Uh, he's got an engineering background. He's worked on dumps before. He he basically testified last week. You can't d- design them where they don't leak, you know. And uh, the so that the dump imperils the this stretch of river. And Columbia Power and Water is about to build a new water intake at Williamsport in order to have the capacity to service murray county and southern middle tennessee for years to come and so this dump would be immediately upstream from the new intake and for reasons that you know i'm a lawyer not an engineer but uh the engineers have said that it's that it's necessary to put the new intake there at williamsport it's got to be located there so this is about uh you know some people this is and and Columbia Power and Water doesn't just supply water for Murray County. I think presently they supply water for about 200,000 people, and in the next few years that's projected to go up to about 300,000 people. So we're talking about 300,000 Middle Tennesseans whose water supply is going to be imperiled by this mega dump if the Scenic River designation is not passed. So the, the stakes are high here. Uh, very high. I've got with me three of your fellow citizens of Murray County um, who are supporting the Scenic River designation. And um, so let's talk to them. Sue Stevens, how are you? Good. All right. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you here. Now, you were you presently on, you were previously on the county commission, is that right? I was on the commission for eight years and um, my term ended September 1st. There we go. Thank you for doing that. Um, and Sue, I don't know what your background is, but you are recognized, I think, throughout the county as probably the most knowledgeable person on the old Monsanto property that that we have. Uh, how, how did you, how did that come to you? Well, there were there were discussions a few years back about some projects that were proposed out on that land, and that's. Uh, when I got involved and decided to do a lot of reading and a lot of research. Okay. And there was a lot to learn um, because that land is, um, there's a lot buried and dumped on that land. Yeah, and I think most people who've been hanging around Murray County uh, very long for any reason uh, know that a lot of of bad things happened out there. (laughs) They may not know specifically or they may know some of them. and then our next guest who's here to support the Duck Scenic River uh, designation is Dr. Stephen Simmons. How you doing? Fine, fine, Doc. And many of you may know Dr. Simmons. I get, you're retired now, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. But he, he practiced medicine here in the community, and many of you, to, you and your families, uh, went to see him and for many, many years. And uh, he, But he's interested in the Duck Scenic River. And, and we also have... Um, 
Oh, I don't have my glasses. Rick Mullen, yeah. who lives out high above the Duck Scenic <laughs> River at Williamsport, uh, and and is interested in this uh, scenic river bill. Sue, tell us uh, if you can just give us a capsule as to what what is or uh, or happened out at the old Monsanto property, and particularly if you could lend us some insight on how a mega dump might exacerbate or impact what's already there. Well, this project is is proposing a lot of different activities. And um, previously, um, Mr. Bryan, who who actually is proposing this current project... um, He's the man of Trinity. Yes. Yeah, okay. And he actually said to the committee... Uh, that there is a Superfund site located on his land. Well, actually, there's four different locations of Superfund sites out there. And And Superfund is a federal designation that does what? (coughs) Hazardous and contaminated materials that need to be remediated and monitored long-term. That's already there without putting a dump out there, right? Right. From the the activities of the Monsanto Company. What's really concerning is Green Lake Creek runs right through the main plant property from end to end, and it actually curves around one of the largest Superfund sites and then pours into the Duck River. Yeah. So we're concerned about the creek as well. Yeah, yeah, because it just goes right into the Duck River. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So what is out there already? I mean, in terms, what are those Superfund sites about? Uh, well, actually, there's a, a report that was done in December of 92 that was the final remedial report from Monsanto to TDEC. It was a report that had to be accepted by TDEC. And there's there's a lot out there. And then I also did my own research and put together a paper that I had done. But there are a number of things out there. I, I think... Give us the highlights. Well, there's... <laughs> There's there's a lot, but okay. um, uh, the Duck River, as you said, is our sole source of potable water for over two hundred fifty thousand people, and it's also it also serves as the backbone of this region's outdoor recreation economy. Oh yes, it and does. if if you remember nothing else that I share with you today, if we do not protect this river, there is no Plan B. Uh, there is no alternate source of potable water, and so the Duck River is quite literally our lifeline for Murray County and other counties. So it's the responsibility of all of us to preserve and protect that river. There we go. Uh, And so I guess what you're telling us is, you know, we've already got a whole lot of problems out there that we've got to be vigilant and protect the river from. And to put a a mega dump on top of all that just compounds our problems. And and it's interesting that Mr. Bryan was actually asked by a couple of the Ag Committee members um, if he had spoken to Murray County officials. And his response was, yes, absolutely. They were receptive. Well, I know that he you did were not... The, you were on the commission during the time this would have, is supposed to have happened, At the time correct? he purchased the land, I was. So they, they specifically asked him if he had spoken to county officials before he purchased the land. And I know that he didn't speak to Solid Waste, Solid Waste Director or the Building and Zoning Director, or because if he had, they would have brought that immediately to the commission. And I know he didn't approach the commission um, with a project of this magnitude, um, we certainly would have wanted to have gotten involved. And, and most importantly, 
this silence and obfuscation prevented us from learning the facts and information that should have been shared with all of us. It, it literally eliminated any discussion or Q&A, and it denied the Commission the ability to establish an opportunity for public awareness and public feedback and, and that the people to, of Murray County were entitled to. To, to elaborate on that, folks, uh, last year, uh, Trinity obtent, obtent, attempted, uh, they were stopped, but they attempted to obtain the necessary permits without public notice or uh, from Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation. They attempted to, to obtain the permits and almost did before somebody got wind of it, but they were they attempted to do it without notice, without public discussion. Uh, and it's also worthy to note, Sue, in this context that this may have been the commission that took office last fall, but both the Murray County Commission and the Tennessee, the Columbia City Council have unanimously endorsed Duck River Scenic River designation. So, uh, you know, any again though this is disingenuous from uh, Trinity. <clears throat> they know damn well that all the people down here, including our governments, are for Duck Scenic River and against this dump. Uh, so, I pretty well sum it up. So. It was kept very quiet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Delk, if I may add, yeah, I, 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 made, I made repeated calls to um, Trinity Business Group this fall and also Barge Solutions. They're running interference for Trinity Business Group. Uh, they never returned my calls. I told them I wanted to know more about the project, the potential impact on the community, and we never heard back. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted them to come down to Columbia and have a town hall meeting. Let us learn more about it. Yeah. Because this could have a devastating impact on our community, and they never returned the calls. And again, though, there will be a public hearing next Wednesday, 9 a.m. in front of the legislature, and it is important. It is extremely important for those representatives. Of course, they're, they're not. There are about 13 of them, and they're, uh, our representatives, Capley, uh, Hensley, and Sapiki are not on that committee, folks. They are not on that committee. These are people from all across the state who may not know Murray County or Murray Countyans very well, and they're going to be the ones to make a decision on this. And so we've got to show them how Murray Countyans feel. Do whatever you can. I think my son's going to take his children out of school, and and my wife and I'll be there and. Uh, you know, it is important to be present. That's we have got to let these people, you know, who may be a representative up in Springfield or up in East Tennessee or whatnot, or that that uh, you know this this bill only does affect Murray Countyans, and they need to know exactly how Murray Countyans feel. And uh, like I said, I have not heard a anybody that I know of in Murray County said that they don't think this is the right thing to do. Go ahead, Sue. Well, I think he really misled the the, uh, the Ag Committee um, because we would love to know who he spoke with because it, it's important for the community to know. Uh, it's they, some, I, I, uh, frankly, my guess is they didn't speak with anybody. Uh, these are tough players, people, and that's what... What's going to beat them is truth, light, and the participation of uh, Murray Countyans next Wednesday in front of this committee. We had another guest with us, Rick Mullen, uh, lives high above the 
Duck River down in Williamsport. Rick, what, what, what say you? I think I live about uh, 40 feet above the Duck River. <laughs> That's a <laughs> dead gum good place to live. But my wife, Anne Marie, and I and our little dog, Walter, uh, walk to the shore of the Duck River every afternoon from our place. It's about a mile walk, I guess. That's how we get our 10,000 steps in every day. You know? There you go. <laughs> and... Um, you I got run into my cousin Will Harris down there. Dude. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm concerned about a population that doesn't get representation in this issue, and and we walk down to the river and we see their footprints all the time, and uh, I'm talking about deer and turkey and raccoon and coyotes and and besides us wanting to drink water from the Duck River as being planned uh, for to the water intake down there, uh, they drink from the Duck River every day. And uh, they don't have a vote in this issue. They're counting on us to advocate for them. Right. And they don't have a voice. And, and uh, you know, probably 200 years ago it wasn't an issue. Maybe 100 years ago it started being an issue. And now it's our job to protect this for my children, my grandchildren. They live right there by us. And they walk to the Duck River, too. We all kayak the river. We all want to drink, drink water from the river. We all do drink water from the river. Yeah, and we want to drink more and supply that. And I understand the need for the infrastructure. I understand the need for waste management, proper waste management. I, I get all that. But I don't know that it should be at the expense of uh, of our environment and our uh, wildlife that, that don't have a vote. So I'm hoping that uh, that we have good representation on, on Wednesday. Uh, folks come and, and make their voice be heard, participate in the democratic process, and, and really uh, it's a good eye-opener for some folks that have, haven't done that. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, you, you're so right, and uh, and and like Sue says, this, there's no, there's no plan B. We don't have another river, you know. Right. This is it. Yeah, Steve. Doug, well, my concern is the fact, that, and this has been echoed by other people, but this p- proposed waste disposal site would be within a thousand feet of the river. Right, we need waste disposal, but not within a not thousand within feet. Not within a thousand of the feet. And if you get on the internet and you start reviewing this material, which I've done, you never read of any proposal to have waste disposal sites like this so close to the river. There needs to be a much greater distance. And secondly, we don't know what the catchment area is going to be. He speaks of 30 counties. So this would be all of Middle Tennessee? No, yeah. This is, there's a rail spur going to the old Monsanto site from yes. North Alabama? Yeah. They and don't we don't know that he, we don't have any records from what tests they have supposedly done on the, on the Monsanto property deeming it safe. We don't know that. The Monsanto folks who've worked there in the past have concerns about that, as do we. But we have no information regarding what testing they have done that has deemed this right. uh, property safe for development. Because when they go in there with all these trucks, it's going to be a problem. And it's shipping in rail car, whole trains yeah. full of the stuff. And then they speak of a tire processing facility, and I've done some reading on that. Uh, they would take, they would demanufacture the tire. Uh, they would not burn the tire, but they would expose it to extreme heat and therefore causing it to be decomposed. That one particular plant in America does two and a half million tires a year. So we would be getting as many as two and a half million tires. Couldn't be a good thing. So all these trucks would be coming into the area. We already have traffic problems in this town. Where? How are we going to be able to accommodate all this traffic? It's a problem. Yeah, it is It's. It is a problem. And um, again, you know, as Sue so aptly it points out, you know, we got problems out there already. We don't need more problems. What's up, Sue? Well, 
The Monsanto plant began operations in 1937. Right. And there was no EPA until no, 1970. No, no regulation, no environmental So you no had, what, 34 laws. years there. Do what you with want. With no oversight, no monitoring. And, and the plant closed in 86, but there was a period of time after that where they had to demolish, dismantle, clean up um, everything they could. And the safest way to do that was just to dispose of it on the property. Now, there's a, there's a difference between an active permit and an active landfill. As the land transferred from owner, owner to owner, they kept the permit active. But that doesn't mean it's a functioning landfill. That landfill has not been in operation for many, many years. And that confuses people because they think it's, a, it's an operating landfill. Yeah, and I, you know, they, Trinity claims on that basis that their use of the land as a megadump is grandfathered in. And the analogy that I like to use is, let's say you had a small landing strip on your property. Does that justify or entitle you to put in an international airport? I don't think so. And and that's a class two landfill Good that is comparison. restricted to only phosphorus and phosphorus contaminated materials. Nothing else. That's all it's permitted or authorized for. All right, we're running over time. Uh, uh, T. Willie and I are going to talk about some other things, but uh, um, after we come back. But if y'all can stick around, and we'll talk a little more about this before we close shop. American Standard. American Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Let's face it, the world is constantly changing and it is now more important than ever to take care of those who you trust with your business every day. Large and even international competition has made it increasingly difficult to keep your best talent. With Caledonian Financial's local business plan to help, you can give your employees a business package that is competitive and effective for everyone. I'm Thomas Sneed with Caledonian Financial here in downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. I love this station. Absolutely love the station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best, best. It is the best station. <laughs> All right, this is T. Willie. Welcome back to Front Porch Happenings. And once again, your host, Del Kennedy. Hey, T. Willie. Uh, Front Porch Happenings. What's going on in and around Murray County, uh, Columbia, and southern middle tennessee this weekend and in the coming week you want to talk about sports this weekend uh sports yeah sure we have a uh, nascar is on uh, saturday on uh, 101.7 starting at twelve thirty with the truck series uh, from atlanta and that'll be followed immediately afterwards by the xfinity series from atlanta as well around three o'clock that's our sister station WKM, that's our sister station 101. 101.7 yep. uh and 103.7 which is uh, this, this station yep. at uh, one o'clock uh, tennessee basketball they're, they advanced to the next round. They won last night. They played Duke, which is going to be a, a very hard game. The Blue Devils. The, the Blue they Devils are, of Duke. They are the worst. That's right. And that's at 1 o'clock uh, tomorrow on 103.7. They leave a slime trail wherever they go. <laughs> they're good. I tell you. Oh, and they're young. Oh, yeah. They, and they're young. They got four freshmen starting. So They get admitted they're be, because they're able to sign their there uh, you go. name. And then uh, also at 8 o'clock uh, on 101.7 tomorrow, uh, Alabama will be playing Maryland as they look to advance as well. And then uh, Sunday, we got the NASCAR Cup Series from Atlanta. We will have that at about uh, 1 o'clock on 101.7. And that's what's happening in sports this weekend. Here we go. Tune in, folks. If you're inside and all this rain, that may be a good way to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. 
Jay Powell's column on what to do in and around Columbia and Murray County in southern Middle Tennessee that appears every Friday in the Columbia Daily Herald. And uh, it's always great. So this week, Jay starts off with St. Patty's Day festivities. It's not often that St. Patrick's Day falls on a Friday, which means that this year's Irish tradition will surely be a big one. Throw on something green and bring out your inner Irish by visiting the local brew houses and tap rooms like Asgard Brewing Company, Bad Idea, and Taps Off Maine. And I bet they've got green beer, too. Jane. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. All right, visit Asgard and check out the Murphy Ridge Band, who will be performing many Irish and bluegrass tunes throughout the night. I guess that's tonight. Well, it has to be. Also, be sure to grab a pint of Asgard Irish Stout, which is $5 all month long. The Slothful Wathful. Great, great food truck. It's hard to say. Slothful Waffle. Okay. Food truck will also be on site serving up the best waffles on wheels. Asgard will also be giving away a $20 gift card as part of its best green outfit contest. And Mount Pleasant Twisted Copper Brewing Company will have a St. Patrick's Day happy hour starting at 5 o'clock today. All right. Uh, Number two on Jay's list. Charlotte's Web at the Murray County Arts Guild. Murray County Arts Guild will debut its latest production this weekend with the children's classic Charlotte's Web. That is the mm-hmm. I loved it when I was a child. My children loved it. My <laughs> grandchildren love it. There so, you go. Yeah. The nonprofit located uh, on Lyon Parkway will host performances at 7 o'clock tonight and tomorrow night, Saturday, along with a 2 p.m. show on Sunday. And folks, I'd say any kid up to sixth grade is probably going to love Charlottesville. Or, or older, in your case. Or, or, or yeah, or kids that are 66 will there you enjoy go. Charlottesville. All right, I've got an old-fashioned newspaper here. I've got to actually turn the page to read the rest of the article. Charlotte's Web tells the story of the relationship between humble pig Wilbur, the wise spider Charlotte, along with a slew of other colorful characters on the farm. Tickets are $20, $15 for students, seniors, and military, and $10 for children 10, 12 and under. Tickets may be purchased online or at Ticket Peak, TicketPeak.com or at the door. Three, Narnia, the musical, at Building Block. Celebrate the world of C.S. Lewis at the Building Block School for the Arts, who will premiere Narnia, the musical. The school uh, will host, let's see, which is here on Main Street in Columbia, will host two performances. Where is that school? Down Main Street. On Main Street. It's got to be in downtown Columbia. Yeah, I believe it's down by, uh, it's it's North Main, is it not? Does it say North Main? That's cool. South Main. Oh, South Main. Okay, it's, it's this side, probably by Ted's in that area. I just I haven't noticed it, T. Willie, but I, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah, if it's South Main. Yeah, it's just, just another one south of the, the courthouse. Yeah, the the building block school for the arts. Just another one it's of the cool. Johnson's. Yeah, I think it's Jerry one of the Johnson's newer ones. School and that's over there, south of us. It's kind yeah. of across from Ted's, would well, you say, no, or no. further south? With the road near uh, Victory Van Lines. Okay. Oh, okay. But just yeah. another one of the cool things going on in Columbia. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just something new every day. All right. The uh, the school, uh, which is at 1309 South Main Street, will host two performances this weekend, 6 o'clock Friday and 2 o'clock Sunday. All right. So that's tonight at 6 and 2 p.m. Sunday. Step into the wardrobe and into the magical land of Narnia in this enchanting musical that has been celebrated and employed throughout the ages. 
Tickets are $10 and are available at buildingblockarts.com. Okay. Something something new and exciting. And it, it, it just happens every day in Kulak. It sure does. This is the place to be. There you go. Okay. Mealtown Pipe Show at the Briarworks. Pipe enthusiasts want to visit Columbia's own top-notch pipe factory, Briarworks, this weekend by the multi-day mule, for the multi-day Mealtown Pipe Show. The pipe show will kick off Friday today with a pre-show party from 8 a.m. to noon, so that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. The show will kick into full gear from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday, featuring dozens of pipe makers and vendors set up in the factory. The show will wrap up from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sunday. Live entertainment in and around Columbia and southern Middle Tennessee. The Eagle Maniacs, they've got a big following around Awesome show, I'm telling you. If you like music of the Eagles, go to the Mule House tonight. You will not be disappointed. They are amazing. Uh, All artists out of Nashville that formed that group. Uh, Guy used to be lead singer for the Buffalo Club in the 90s. Uh, Is the lead singer, Ron Hemby. Uh, Just a great show, and they always sell out. Yeah, all right. They're at 8 o'clock tonight at the Mule House. To purchase tickets, go to themulehouse.com. Gary Moore and Kelly Cox will perform at the Battleground South Cigar Lounge, uh, 1220 South Garden, starting at 7 o'clock tonight. John Eason will perform at the Tilted Mule, starting at 7 o'clock tomorrow, Saturday. South Margin will perform at the Rebel Bar and Grill, uh, let's see, 7.30 tomorrow night, Saturday. Stranger Than Fiction will perform at the Amber's Tavern and Grill, uh, starting at 8 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday. Scotty Morton Band will perform at the Boondocks at 8 p.m. Saturday. Tomorrow, Jen Majors and Tennessee Stills will perform at Fozzie's Bar and Grill uh, in Spring Hill starting at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Saturday. And also uh, Saturday at Mount Pleasant Grill at 6.30, our good friend Sean Carson will be performing, so that's where I will be. You can check me out there. So All right. Come by T- and say hello. That's right. If you want uh, T. Willie's signature, be there. That's right. All right. $5, just put, yeah, I'll sign any $5 bill you got. <laughs> Jason Alexander will perform at the Twisted Copper Brewing Company uh, in Mount Pleasant starting tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Saturday. And that's pretty much it for our happenings, folks. Let's turn back just a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, we got like two yeah. minutes. Yeah, let's uh, remind everybody that need, where they need to be next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, 9 a.m., Tennessee, the Cordell Hull, be- Hull Building, right next door to the Capitol. At the uh, 9 a.m., the Agricultural Committee will meet to consider the scenic Duck River designation, which will keep the water clean and stop this mega dump. Now, folks, let me tell you, though, this is it. If it passes out of this committee... Uh, our legislators tell us that it will definitely pass the House. The Senate has already passed it. Mm-hmm. So this is it. This is win here, we win. And Lose this is here. the last shot because yeah. if, if it doesn't say now, it has to wait till next year. Yeah. Win here. Yeah. Maybe even mm-hmm. two years yeah. before it be brought up again. So that, there's a danger there. But this is it. This is this makes it or breaks it. This is where we win it or we lose it. Period. Next nine a.m. next Wednesday, be there, uh, and it's important. And and our 
our legislators, our reps, Picky, uh, Hensley, Capley, are telling us that our presence will make a difference. And I saw, I've seen that. And they said last week we had the largest crowd that they've ever seen in the legislature on any issue, and it makes a difference. Uh, and this this is truly the 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 battle of the people of Murray County versus outside forces. And we need your help. Dr. S- Dr. Simmons. Gail Moore wanted me to mention to make sure you bring your children if possible. Well, that's, I, I think my son's taking my this grandchildren. This will be a real learning experience for them because um, this is our legislative folks in action. Yeah, yes, it is. You'll learn great, a lot. Great civics lesson. A committee of about 13 people, none of them are from Murray County, uh, will be considering this bill. And like I said, this this is tantamount to a, a pass or a fail, mm-hmm. uh, what this committee does. And so be there if there's any way you can. Uh, call here. Call Representative Sapecki if you got any questions. Be happy to answer them. And uh, T. Willie, we're out of time, man. Yeah, we're right up to the end of it. I want to thank our guests for coming in. We yeah. appreciate you guys. And, again, make sure you support that. Uh, if you're not able to attend, you can watch online. But, but everybody who can make it, get up. Go. 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 Don't watch. Go. There you thank go. Thank you for having us, Del. You're thank welcome. Thank you. We got thank the, you. Anytime. Come back. There you go. We're going to hear from the Friends of the Tennessee Lottery and then back to the music. There we go.